0: Welcome to this week's episode of Startups for the Rest of Us. I'm your host, Rob Walling. This is a special abbreviated episode of Startups for the Rest of Us, a half episode as we like to do now and again. It's the 10-year anniversary of the first episode of Startups for the Rest of Us. That happened today. A couple weeks ago, I submitted the podcast to Product Hunt for the first time. I just had a realization that we had never submitted it to Product Hunt. And, you know, it's the 10-year anniversary month. And so I submitted it and kind of wrote that up. And and we received 434 upvotes. And I was super, just super touched by that and, and really impressed and frankly, pretty proud of, you know, of what we've built over these years. I'm really happy that we decided to start this podcast, Mike and I, all those years ago. I mean, we really... You had the motivation clear from the start. I'm actually going to roll about the first five minutes of episode one. It is agonizing t- for me to listen to. It's not very good, but that's why I'm not playing the whole episode because I just would not subject you to that. But I'm going to have my editor roll the first five minutes of that after I'm done I'm chatting here. And, and something that I was struck by is our motivation was very clear from the start. I said there are almost no bootstrapping podcasts. And I, my recollection is there was one and maybe one or two, and the one or two that I had heard didn't make good use of my time. There were no practical tips. You know, they were not run by people who had actually been there and done that and had, you know, some type of of success and and reason to give advice. And that, I think, still carries through today. You know, I think on Startups for the Rest of Us, I try to make good use of your time. I try to cut to the chase and get to the things that are really valuable. And I try to speak from my experience or the experience of, of guests. And so I just wanted to say thank you. You know, thank you for your support over the past one episode, ten episodes, five hundred episodes, however many episodes you've listened to. I really appreciate that you you keep coming back. Even though in that first episode we sound young, terribly nervous. The quality, sound quality is terrible. I actually use the term micro ISV. Which you know who who remembers that term? And there's see if you can spot there's a voiceover a really crappy punch in I did at one point because we had forgotten to segue and I just punch it in later and it sounds sounds totally uh, different. But in addition to the 10-year anniversary, we are also coming up on the 500th episode, which is going to be here in about a couple months. And so I will also, I'm trying to figure out something to do for that, some type of special episode. I don't know how fancy I'll be able to get given that all my kids are home right now and and everything else that's going on with, you know, with COVID-19, but it is what it is. The show must go on. And so, you know, thank you again for your support. Always appreciate kind reviews five-star reviews and you sharing it with your audience you know you sharing it with with your twitter feed or sharing it with a founder or aspiring founder you know who you feel could get some value out of this because that's that's really that's why we do it you know is to reach people and to, to make a difference in this space because starting a company is hard enough and we like to be able to to provide some guidance and with that let's dive into the first five minutes of episode one of startups for the rest of us this is
1: startups for the rest of us episode one Welcome to Startups for the Rest of Us, the podcast that helps developers be awesome at launching software products, whether you've built your first product or are just thinking about it. I'm Mike. And I'm Rob. And we're here to share our experiences to help you avoid the same mistakes we've made. So Rob, exactly why are we here again?
2: I have no idea. We decided to do some crazy thing and record a podcast, something that neither of us have ever done.
1: Well, that's true. But I think that the important thing that we're really here for is to share the things that we've done in the past and most importantly, share the mistakes that we've made over the past several years in building out our product portfolios and building up our companies.
2: Yeah, and I think along with the mistakes comes the successes as well, right? I mean, we learn from, hope so. <laughs> from both of them. Yeah, I guess if we didn't have any successes, no one should listen to us.
1: Why exactly are we developing this podcast? I mean, does the world really need another podcast about startups?
2: You know, like we talked about before, there's this obvious gap in the market. There are a lot of podcasts aimed at venture-backed startups, high-growth startups, but there are so few podcasts aimed at bootstrap startups. And frankly, the ones that I listen to, they don't tend to have super practical information 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 that you can apply to your startup or micro ISV right away. There's a lot of interview podcasts and there's a lot of information that's just floating around, kind of almost superficial stuff that you hear on blogs. And I'm hoping we can go a little more in depth with ours.
1: Definitely. I mean, I think that that's the key point here is that we can try to go a little bit further than what you would find on a blog. I mean, the point of a blog is partially for information, but some of it's entertainment as well. And to get the right information you need, you tend to go to a lot of different blogs or a lot of different websites. And one of the key things we'd like to bring to the table and, and share with our listeners is the experiences that we've had, the things that we've done that maybe didn't work out so well, and then the things that we've done in the past that did work out pretty well, and try and collectively show that a lot of that information all in one spot.
2: We don't intend this to be another show that interviews startup founders. There's a lot of those. And, you know, I think most of us probably listen to them. So we're not going to be duplicating that format. We may have an interview once in a while, but that's not going to be the gist of it. Individually, you and I have been through a lot as entrepreneurs. And, you know, obviously our goal is to provide real world strategies that have worked for our businesses that ideally will help uh, someone else who's listening to the podcast. Right. That's the goal. Okay. Let's get started by introducing ourselves.
1: My name is Mike Tabor, and I'm the founder of both Moonriver Software and Moonriver Consulting. I'm based in the greater Boston area. I work for myself full-time, and I've been self-employed since around 2005. I used to work for a company called Pedestal Software that got acquired by Alteris back in 2005 for somewhere around $65 million or so. Holy
2: smokes. I hope you got a fat check off of that.
1: I got 0.001 percent and it was actually a little less than that. I Wait, did the math on it. One, two,
2: three. One, two, three.
1: It was about $8,000. All right. <laughs> so, so you don't have to nice. do the math. Thank was, you. Yeah. But needless to say, somebody made out a lot better than I did. So the number sounds big, but that kind of pushed me over the edge and said, you know what? Why should I be doing all this work to let somebody else be reaping the rewards? And, you know, and that's why I started Moon River Software and eventually spun off Moon River Consulting out of it. Uh, I just didn't want to be in the position where I was making other people loads of money. I mean, I'm, I'm a smart guy or at least reasonably smart. My wife tells me otherwise. But, you know, it's just that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be master of my own destiny. And, you know, I've said that to several other people. And that's just at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. Cool. So what about you Rob?
2: Well, I followed a similar path actually. Over the past 10 years, I've had a couple of salaried positions, but mostly I've done software consulting and whether that's for a firm that, you know, that I was paid hourly through or I spun off my own firm in 2002 that eventually went full-time a couple of years later. And I realized pretty quickly that consulting is fun, but I had a tough time building things for other people. I enjoyed it, but it really wasn't fulfilling me the way that I wanted my work life to do. So I started building my own products and launching them. And pretty quickly, I found a couple other products that people had launched that weren't doing well and acquired them and started learning the ropes of marketing software, essentially, you know, really on a very small scale. Obviously, I'm not Microsoft. I mean, it's me, one guy and a a couple couple uh, contractors I have, or a handful of contractors, I should say. But I found that I enjoyed it pretty quickly, although I blew through – man, I blew through a ton of money early on. I, I don't know if I ever told you, but I dropped $1,200 on AdWords in six weeks one time, and I made one $99 sale off it.
1: I blew like fifteen hundred in a month yeah, before, so I know what you're talking
2: about. Yeah, totally. You just have no idea what you're doing and you know, looking back I still have the campaign saved and I look at it and I'm like, What in the hell was I thinking? It's not set up very well at all. So anyway, I own a handful of software products and I build them, I acquire them, and I market them and I really enjoy it, and that's what I do full time now. So I think it's like you, master of my own destiny or master of my own domain, as they like to say, if you've seen
0: Seinfeld <laughs> So thanks again for all your support over the last 10 years, and I will see you again tomorrow for a regularly scheduled episode where Anar Volset and I basically do a breaking news episode and we dive in to COVID-19, not as a news topic, but as how we see that impacting SaaS companies and startups and how it, you know, it can impact you and things that you can be doing to try to hedge your bets, you know, and, and to keep your company in business and to, to survive and potentially, you know, do well and not just survive in these coming months as we try to figure out, you know, what's going to happen here. So that's tomorrow. I will see you then. Thanks again for all your support.